How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Inside Access with Jason Lockonfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 105.7 The Fan. Now, I really think it's kind of getting to the point where it's just kind of week to week, day to day ish, you know. And again, it comes back to him feeling like he's going to be playing at his best. That's really what it boils down to. Very sound, very strong. I think he's in great shape. Maybe the best shape I've seen him, you know, in, in some ways since he's been here. I, I, I don't know. It's hard to compare, but he, he, he's doing really well that way. So when he feels like he's ready to go out there and be Ronnie Stanley at his best, then he'll be out there. John Arbaugh last week discussing the return of Ronnie Stanley, and that I think is going to be a big topic of conversation today as John Harbaugh speaks to the media. The Ravens getting ready to take on the Bills. Our own Jason Lock and Four will be heading out to the castle in about an hour, and I would think that's one of the things he's not going to probably tell you much, but that's one of the things you're going to want to know about when you get out there, Jason. Yeah, again, I don't know how much we're truly going to learn about that status, and I think that'll go up until they put out the injury report Friday afternoon. But, yes, questions will be asked. I'm not sure how much we'll learn. Um, Ditto, you know, Justin Houston, Patrick McCarry. We'll see what, if anything, they do at practice once the daily report comes out, but we won't know a whole lot till Friday. Um, And I suspect, gentlemen, that questionables will abound on Friday because it's that time of year. But as for my voyage to the castle, I am... Um, you excited? Yeah, it's Lamar Jackson Day. I certainly want to pick his brain a little bit about the expanding scope and effectiveness of them having an under-center passing offense and, and what more they might be able to do with that because obviously that's really only come into vogue in the last three weeks. Um Running out of certain formations as well. I hope to, to maybe be able to grab a few offensive linemen in the uh, open locker room yeah. portion because, you know, they're not obviously going to be on a podium. I found in my years as a beat writer, the offensive linemen are go to guys. Um, and if you have a veteran backup quarterback in a situation, like if RG3 was still here, RG3 would be a, a must talk to guy for me. Huntley, though, you know what I mean? With his limited experience, mm-hmm. it's kind of different where RG3 had lived through a lot. Sure. He was at the tail end of his career. He'd seen the game as the superstar, rising star. He'd seen it as the fallen star, dealt with injuries, and been in some different offenses. So, um, yeah, but some of the veteran offensive linemen, Pat Ricard, I hope he's around. Um, always enjoy chatting with him. And, yeah, hopefully I can glean some insight into I plan to focus on that side of the ball, right? I mean, Lamar speaking, it kind of is what it is. I think the defense we know is a work in progress, but the offense is 
revolutionizing itself yet again in a very different way than what it did in 2019. Um, and the evolution seems to be real, Tebow. Yeah, and, and how this team is going to lean on the pass more because they need to. Uh, Lamar told Cordell following the Dolphins game that, look, this isn't the Ravens team of the past and more first down passing, more under center passing like you referenced, Jason. And how is it going to continue to evolve? And John Harbaugh, I mentioned Devin Duvernay. I think that's another guy that needs to, he deserves kudos maybe to be asked about as well. Mm -hmm. He's caught every single target going his way and he's going to continue to be a nice part of this passing attack. He's got three touchdowns through the air. He's got that touchdown kickoff return, but it's going to go through Lamar Jackson, and right now he's off to a better start than 2019 when he was a unanimous MVP. He's outscoring every team other than the Lions right now, and he's tied for fifth in rushing. He's leading the league in passer rating. He's leading the league in touchdowns, total touchdowns. Uh, he is having a monstrous start to this season, and when you look at the Buffalo Bills as we start to turn the page, they're banged up on the back end. Their front seven's really good. They're banged yes. up on the back end. They are, but I think we know how Leslie Frazier is going to play this, right? I mean, Leslie Frazier is who he is. He believes in what he believes in, and he's an expert. He's very adroit at basically playing the same zone defenses, but but mixing it up just enough to keep you you off balance. And we've seen Lamar struggle against some of those looks in the past. And we saw Bill Belichick last week do what I didn't think he would do, which is Blitz Lamar on like 16 to 34 dropbacks where they hadn't been blitzing anybody all year. And the week before that, we saw Miami blitz Lamar 20 times and him carve them up in those situations. That's not really who Leslie Frazier is to begin with. And Buffalo's got all those pass rushes. Yes, and Buffalo has built a, you know, especially if Phillips and Oliver and those guys are full go, um, to go with, you know, Basham and Rousseau and Miller, there's a lot there. So... Yeah, this will be a different matchup. Um, remember, that Buffalo defense barely played last week. Offense had mm. ran 90 snaps of football. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, there's issues in the secondary, but but that's a very risk-averse scheme to begin with. So um, it's a fascinating matchup. And Leslie Frazier, he left the Ravens as a secondary coach in 2018. Uh, 2018, and then he became the Bills defensive coordinator. And it's worth mentioning, you you look at the playoff game where obviously the offense really struggled putting up three points, but wind was a big factor in that game. But going back to 2019, when Lamar was phenomenal, they had a great game plan against him. And he was 16-25 to 25 passing, 145 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. And the ground game couldn't do anything. And that was when they had his historic ground game, just 3.6 yards per attempt, uh, yards per carry. So in both games that the Ravens have played the Bills since Leslie Frazier has been there, it's been a struggle. And if I recall, especially, well, look, you had the win and all the elements. The playoff game was crazy. But the Ravens weren't pushing the ball downfield then consistently. <laughs> Like they are now, but I remember a lot of like cover four, a lot of cover six, muddling up the middle of the field, right? A lot of guys running at places you don't necessarily think they're going to be running to, um, and the safeties. And at that point, they had both their Pro Bowl yeah. safeties healthy. 
could squat in on a lot of stuff because they have the range to get back if need be. So not all those elements are going to be there, but I think that the general tenets of that defense and a lot of quarters and and cover six and some stuff like that will probably be um, available to Leslie Frazier. Is there anything else that that you two want to charge me with? Well, uh, asking or accomplishing I while do, I'm there. I do want to mention the regular season game. That was the Hayden Hurst long touchdown game. Yes. Maybe this is the game that uh, Isaiah likely gets gets off because it'll be available there. Well, I will not be putting it in my six pack this week. I'm, <laughs> I'm like zero for three. And Josh Allen's terrible. And yeah, this was before Josh game. Allen got. Yeah, go. this was, was the before, Josh Allen run around and throw jump yes. balls. It was before he was Josh Allen. Yeah. He was seventeen of thirty nine passing, and the Ravens. Got after him. They had a little bit of a pass rush that year. Six sacks in that 2019 regular season game. But, no, you you pretty much hit all of it, Jason. I I just think Greg Roman and how each week you're seeing different things. And we made fun of Roman all last year talking about the vault. But he is opening up the vault. Just that Kansas City play for the touchdown to Mark Andrews, we never saw anything like that. A direct snap to Mark Andrews on a third and short. Uh, you know, different stuff like that. And obviously, Lamar is not going to expound on all of it. But it, it's just interesting things to look at. Jason Pierre-Paul practicing today. They're showing some stuff out there. I'm interested. Uh, as I said, I, I think he's. they're going to tell him to go get the quarterback on Sunday. Ah, they probably will. Limited, how many snaps yeah. is reasonable? And then if game flow <laughs> yeah. forces them to, does reasonable become who just get back out there? He's wearing number four for those of you interested. Sam Cook's number. First time in his career he's not Speaking wearing Speaking of which, and we haven't talked about this week, and I almost put it in the rundown a couple times, but keep an eye on the punter. Like, shanked one yeah. in that game. And Chris Horton the week before even made a comment about like there's things we need to tighten up in the in the punting game. If the margins are going to be so slim for this team and the defense is still going to be a problem, like I almost put it, I said like I almost put it my teams to be an offshoot more of defense than offense mm-hmm. coming out of that game. But tomorrow I won't be there. I suspect there's some questions for Chris Horton just about you know. Jordan Stout kind of bouncing back yeah. and 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 trying to get into uh, a, a rich vein of form. We got a big hump day Wednesday show. Guess wise, we get started at three thirty. Our buddy Tim Murray from Vsim will get his best bets. Uh, Doug Farrar, USA Today, get his thoughts. He I saw him post some videos about Lamar Jackson. We'll we'll ask him what he's seen with Lamar so far this year. Uh, at four o'clock, Nathan Ruiz covers the Orioles for the Baltimore Sun at four thirty, and our weekly chat with Ray Rice at five o'clock. Yeah, I hope I'm back in time to chat with Ray. We'll we'll see what uh, you're picking up sandwiches. What the schedule is like there. I don't. I mean, I I asked you if you had an assignment. Uh, I love a turkey sandwich with uh, a rye. turkey sandwich, turkey rye, monster cheese, yeah, lettuce, tomato, honey mustard. I mean, you've, you've, a spicy mustard. You've, have you had that before? It's my many, favorite many sandwich. Times. Yeah, it's my favorite sandwich. Yeah, but it's not anything new. No, but it's still good. Yeah. Well, time permitting, but I, I wouldn't hold my breath, Gigi. <laughs> if I think of something, turkey sandwich. Hey, if I think of something. Well, yeah, text me, but we'll yeah. say. Hey, T-Bone, you're good. T-Bone wants you to pick up Crumble Cookies at the... Uh, crumble at, at, Cookies. Yeah, they're at the... Um, what the heck's that new shopping area in Owings Mills? It's right there. I'll, I'll think Was I that the cookie that the about. Ravens had? Probably. It's the big oh. cookie. It's like a cupcake. It, yeah. was, it was damn good. Yeah, yeah. Pick it up was some, damn good. Yeah, you can go pick up some Crumble Cookies. It's right around the corner. Okay. There's your assignment. If I don't get lost. There's your assignment. 
<laughs> well, hey, coming up next year on the show, as you, as we said earlier, Jason's heading to the castle. He'll be going between three and five. But coming up next, we gave T-Bone an assignment. Last week. It's TMI with TIM and what you got. So the assignment was to watch Weird Science, which came out in 1985. I'm going to give you guys my review of the movie. I, I very much enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I have an assignment for you guys to watch... Between now and next Wednesday, that's next on Inside Access. Inside Access. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hot takes from the guy behind the glass. I'm in a glass case of emotion. TMI with TIM. TMI. TMI, my friends. Inside Access. 1057 The Fan. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? It is TMI with TIM, a special edition. And T-Bone, the floor is yours. Last night, I went on YouTube, rented Weird Science, which, by the way, I shockingly, I have it for a month. So if you guys wanted to watch it, mm. I could give you my login. But, oh, nice. Uh, by the way, you it, we had a poll up, and it won the poll. Yes, it did yes, win the poll. Yes, on Friday. Yeah. There were, what, three 1980s yeah. movies. and It was Weird the, Science, it, Vision Quest, and I think Real Genius. Yes. yes, and Weird Science won in a landslide. So... It was it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Was it corny? Yes. I mean, right from the get get go, you have the bullies pulling down their shorts and they're in their underwear yeah. in front of the gymnastics class. But couple of observations here, right from the jump. I was surprised about this. 1985. Did people have desktops and PCs at home? 
like the kid did. He was starting to, but no, it was de- I mean, well, look, they lived in a mansion. I mean, these yeah, kids were obviously loaded. Yeah. Yeah. They're out in L.A. They go to that mall. It was a swanky mall. Yeah. I mean, they were, that was a they're driving family. nice cars. Yeah. So, no, I didn't. I mean, I, we eventually got a Commodore 128. I don't think it was the mid-'80s. I think it was more like late-'80s. Late I feel 80s, like that was I when got, I was in high school. Yeah. Not middle school. Did you Did you guys have... We what? had a computer lab at my at my school. That's what I was going to yeah. ask if you had yeah. computer classes. Did yeah. I, didn't ha- I, didn't, I didn't have computer classes. Like, you could go to computer camps. Like, I can remember one mm. time we went to, like, friend school. And they remember Logo? I think the pro- the program, I think it was before Basic. There was a program called Basic. Yeah. But before I mean, that, I think it was called Logo. I don't remember Logo. On, like, a Mac. Like, yeah. a Macintosh. Like, the small yeah, yeah. little Macintoshes with the small little keyboards. Yeah. No, we had, at, at our school, we had a computer lab that we would go to. But there no computers in the rooms or anything like that. I didn't have a laptop at college. I, every paper I wrote at college, and I wrote a lot, I did in a computer lab. I had a desktop. I remember growing up elementary school at least maybe even middle school not everyone had a desktop or a computer at that point and you're talking early 2000s i was bought a desktop as a like a present as when i went to college but to the film yes always seeing these older films just cheesy effects and just the cgi is nowhere near it is today. yeah well, it's 1985 it, it is but i i find it amusing at all times <laughs> i'm glad you chuckle and out our youth y- you have the two 15 year old kids that create this woman in their image and she is a lot older than them she is sophisticated she yeah she is very pretty kelly lebrock and yes Something that I found very odd. They're real life ages at the time of this movie. Oh, and they yeah. could have been. Anthony Kel- Michael Hall is probably like 25. Kel- Kelly LeBrock. No, Anthony Michael Hall was he 19. Was young. In 19? That film. 19 in that film. I just feel like they always Kelly- get people in their mid 20s yeah. to play teenagers. Kelly LeBrock was 25. So Anthony Michael Hall was 19, and then Ian Mitchell Smith. He never was did. He, he disappeared. He was 18. And there's a scene where. Lucy, Kelly LeBrock's character, is kind of showing uh, Ian. Oh, yeah. Teaching uh, him the ways what? of the world. Dude, Oops. Yeah, dude, they're like making out and she's grabbing his ass. And I was like, it's kind of weird. 25 it's and weird 18. weird science. 25 and 18 in real life? It's a little odd. It's legal. What's it's, wrong? It's that's legal. That's, he got the part of a lifetime. Yeah. It's, uh, no. Dude, we never heard from him again because, like, where's it going to go for, like, like, he just peaked. Yeah. Everything peaked. Yeah. It's all down. That poor 18-year-old kid. Dude. The rest of his well, life was downhill well, no matter what. Anthony Michael Hall ended up going no, into, he like, went to Saturday Night Live, and he was, like, he was in Breakfast Club, Club and, and uh, uh, um, Johnny, Johnny Be Good. Be good pretty, was he pretty in pretty pink? pink? Yeah. He's the one that tried to sell the underpants. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and Kelly LeBrock... Ended up marrying Steven Seagal. Robert Downey Jeez. Jr.? Really? Yeah. And she, but they, they couldn't have lasted long, I did don't it? know, but they, they met on Hard to Kill. Ro- Robert Downey Jr., he was a bully Bad guy. Yeah. Uh, Chet, the brother, he just really sucked in general. I think he died in real life recently, didn't did he? he? Like oh, in well, the last year yeah. or so? Chet's I'm, an actor. I, I gotta look that up. Good. He was in a lot of stuff. I'm pretty sure he passed away. But look, the two nerdy guys, it, it was Lucy's goal to Did you like the scene where like they had them? the party and all the motorcycle guys showed up? Yes. I like that scene. No, it was really cool. And I don't know where, where they Paxton. came from. You Bill Paxton. Did he die? Like, I think he yeah. is. Dead, you want to know what was really cringy scene was the bathroom scene with the two nerds and the two girls, and they're just like talking in there, and they're like, guys, get out of here. And then they just went in the shower and shut the, shut the door. I don't remember that scene. I do. It yeah. was it was a little odd there. Um, 
But no, I mean, it was coming of age film. It was it was a lot of fun. It was cheesy. It was cool. I, I was all about it. What should we use for like? We can't do how many stars because that's played out. What's like an '80s thing? Like how many? Blank out of blanks, would you give the I movie? I would give it if we're doing like out of five. Like I'm, but I'm thinking with Gigi, like what we use yeah. instead of stars. Like, do we use leg warmers? Yeah. Do we Walkman. use how many Walkman? Walkman. How many Walkman's Walkman's a good, a good one. 80s reference. Way to go there, Stony. Yeah. How many man. Walkman out of five would you give it? I give it a solid four out of five. It was it's it a was good, a good movie. We need to give him one that, and, sh- that he doesn't have to pay for. And, so. and as well, a, I don't know that. And yeah. as a side note. I love Stranger Things. Stranger Things is one of my favorite shows, yeah. and of course, that's based in the '80s. I'm a big '80s hair fan. Like the oh, big, yeah. the big '80s hair. I like that. Oh, that's. I'm I'm a big fan there. You should be. Yeah. Well, it's a it's, it's a very good movie. It was it was a very good movie. It was it was really fun. So now we have to return You're the favor. Turn the tables. Yeah. And yesterday, throughout the show, I'm trying to stump. Ken and Jason mainly. I Ken, didn't have to say a word. Asking, thankfully, Ken. Have, have yeah. you seen these two thousands movies? And Ken's like, Oh yeah, it's uh, this person was in here. Oh, it's about the. And I thought I was doing some deep cuts. Yeah, me, but Ken, you were to me. Yeah, <laughs> Ken, you didn't even know probably ninety percent of them. So Ken bailed you out there. Yes. And speaking of deep cuts, you finally is, stumped him. Though. Yeah, I never heard of this one. A Netflix only movie. It came out when I was in college, and hmm. it was very odd. I didn't think it was that good, but it was very acclaimed by critics, like okay. critically acclaimed. Rotten Tomatoes, ninety five percent. IMDb, six point eight out of ten. Just watch, seventy five percent. It follows. It. Follows. It so follows. It's free and it's, on Netflix. It's, and it's about a STD that kills people, essentially. So sounds great. Live someone, through that. <laughs> yes. Someone, if they have it, this like weird monster is like going after them to kill them. So they have to have sex with someone to pass on this weird monster, so they don't get killed. But the twist is, if that person who you just had sex with gets killed. The monster goes back after you. Okay, so it's, no more because I don't want any spoilers. No, no, it's not I'm a already spoiler. spoiler. If that person gets killed, it, then the monster was, comes after the, the last it, person. It was a very low budget movie, one point three million dollars in wow. it, but no, no future stars. Nobody rose to prominence in well, this they, and became. Well, it just was made, so there are no future stars. Twenty fourteen. Oh, okay. So, Twenty minutes. Yeah, it's, nobody. It's I've been heard a of. little bit. I looked but, at the cast. Yeah, no one that I. Okay. And again, I'm not the biggest. Movie I wouldn't guy, know probably. Anyway, I saw but, a lot. In the 2000s, but again, I couldn't get anything past Ken. But Weird Science, really fun movie. Yeah, really fun movie. Thought you would enjoy. In honor of T-Bone watching Weird Science, we have a six-pack coming up next. The six-pack, our six best 80s movies. This was a tough one. We'll give you ours next here on The Fan. Inside Access. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, 
we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. It's Jason and Ken's Six Pack. Presented by Weathermaster Windows. Get top-rated windows with a lifetime guarantee for under $215. Visit WMWindow.com and get an estimate in 60 minutes or less. Inside access to what the boys are drinking. <laughs> I mean, thank in 1057 The Fan. Our six-pack today in honor of T-Bone finally getting indoctrinated to 80s movies watching Weird Science last night is our six favorite movie fr- movies from the 80s, and let's get started. Number six. Number six for me, I, I had to get my favorite sports movie of all time in my six-pack. The Natural? Number six is The Natural. Uh, anytime it's on, I'll watch it. If it's like if I'm flipping through and MLB Network has it on, uh-huh. I will watch it. I love it every time. Uh, I think it's a fantastic film. I highly recommend anyone who hasn't seen it to see it. And uh, yes, it's six on my list. Have, did you read the book by uh, Bernard Melman? I did not, but I know the ending's different. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know of the book. I never read it. My AP composition class in high school, we had to read. We got to read Boys of Summer and we got to read oh, The Natural. I read Boys of Summer, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's good. good. The Natural is a, is a good good call. A lot of great actors. Yeah. Robert Redford. Well. Yeah. Uh, my six is this is Spinal Tap. Huh? I'm looking for movies there, yeah. that like I think created a legacy in some way, shape, or form. And there's so many amazing movies to choose from in a, in a decade, obviously. But like this to me sort of created the whole mockumentary thing that went mm-hmm. on to become an entire subgenre of film um, and spawned a whole legion of hilarious comedies in that subgenre. But I, are you familiar with this movie at all, T Bone? It's a fake heavy metal band that's like kind of coming Crank apart at 11. the seam. Yes, <laughs> yes. Nigel Tipnell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rob Reiner is like the director who's following them around, making a documentary about sort of the demise of Spinal Tap. The drummer spontaneously combust. Hello, Cleveland. He's not in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, and, and again, it, it, the legacy is, is, it lives on. Number five. Here I went with Heather's, um, a really dark comedy, and for me, I, I, I'm not going to say that it created a genre, but I feel like this movie came out in the late 80s, and kind of like independent films and sort of darker themes, and you started to see things cross over sort of into the mainstream and do things at the box office that maybe wouldn't have happened in the early 80s, you know what I mean? If this movie came out eight or ten years earlier, it might have been more of a cult classic than a movie that a lot... I don't. I mean, I think most people... Who are anywhere around our age saw this movie? 1988, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah. It's a Heather's. So I'm born in Like if you Slater. were, if you were in your teens or 20s around any time this came out, a great cast. A lot of the themes in this movie hold up incredibly well today. Toxic masculinity. Um, 
And it's just incredibly well written, and it's it's funny in an evil way. What's interesting about that movie is the three million dollar budget. It didn't do well in the box office. Yeah, like one point, it, one point it, it one sort million. of it sort of had second life on yes. this one video. It, yeah. yeah, back when it we used became, to rent movies, it became much more popular. Probably. I don't know, six to eight years after yeah. its release. Uh, my five, I, I did want to get a John Hughes movie in, and I went with Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which to me it. was just... It, it, Matthew Broderick uh, is this legend in high school, and he takes a day off. His parents are completely unaware that he does these things. Only the principal knows, but the principal's yeah. a buffoon. Uh, his sister hates him You've because... You've seen this movie. Yeah. This okay. Sister hates him because he's so popular, and him and his two friends, they go to a Cubs game. They go to the museum. They they steal a, a, a Sausage King's table at a restaurant. Yes. It's a fantastic movie. It's a movie. great movie. And there's how many of those Ferris Bueller just movies? One. Just one. Just one. I thought yeah. there were multiple. No, there's just, no. just one day That's off. right there with like Ghostbusters, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. There were so many that yeah. almost made the cut. Oh, yeah. That. Fast Times almost made my cut as well, and so did Ghostbusters. Number four. Number four for me is Back to the Future, which is uh, the first. It, it did spawn two sequels. Neither was as good as the original, but the idea of Robert Zemeckis' film about a time machine and a DeLorean and going back in time, and then uh, Matt, uh, uh, Michael J. Fox almost dates his own mother as he meets her. Oh, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, yeah but it just that he knew it was his mom. Obviously, she didn't know that's her future son, but and then it just uh, the whole playing, the, as he's starting to disappear, and he's playing the music at yeah. the front. That, the whole thing. It, it was a pretty brilliant movie yes. for its time, and it is my four. My four is Raising Arizona. I, I don't even really know how to classify Cage, this movie. Yeah. Um, it's a bizarre plot. It's the Coen brothers yes. who went on to, again, like if if you're sort of of a little older age and you got into uh, Lebowski, you know what I mean? Then you, yeah. you need this is sort this of their like, early thing. The, this is sort of like the genesis of, of a movie like. The big Lebowski. There's this couple that can't have kids. Nicholas Cage before he jumped the shark, so they steal it's Holly Hunter. Right? Holly Hunter. They yeah. steal the baby from the mattress king of Arizona, who's got like all more babies than they even yeah. know what to do with. John Goodman's incredible in it. Like it's, it's, it's just a romp. It's so well written. It's so smart. It's so funny. It's so well acted. And again, I think it did kind of create this whole niche of like what you came to expect out of Coen Brothers movies. Number three. Number three for me is The Shining. I felt like horror movies were so big in the 80s that I had to have a horror movie represented here. And I mean, Stanley Kubrick, I mean, just Mm -hmm. if you watch this movie and you don't get freaked out by it, then you're like a sociopath yourself. Scatman Carruthers. (laughs) I mean, when a movie that is this, like, this isn't a movie that's set out to have a catchphrase. It's mm. anything but that, right? Yeah. It's incredibly here's dark. Johnny. It's incredible. Yeah, you get the here's Johnny. I mean, Nicholson at his peak. Red rum. I mean, the blood flowing through. Yeah. I've peak Kubrick. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's very good. the scenes with the bartender. Who's that? She- who's the woman? She- uh, she- Shelley Long. No, Shelley no. Long. Shelley Duvall. Shelley Duvall. Yes. Uh, have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Well. I- the first scene that I think of is the hallway scene where the and the two the two twins yeah, are on yeah, the on twins. the uh, he's yeah. riding yeah. his uh, it's the big wheel big wheel yep 
Uh, number three for me is The Untouchables, and it is one of my all-time favorite movies, period, though. It tells you it only is three on my list here, but uh, it is Brian De Palma's movie about Elliot Ness and, and, and Al Capone. Robert De Niro put on 30 pounds to play Al Capone in the movie. He's brilliant. Sean Connery won a Best Supporting Actor Oscar in this movie. Kevin Costner, before he jumped the shark, yeah. is great as Elliot Ness. The movie, the scene in the train station where they're trying to get the bookkeeper is absolutely brilliant cinema. I wrote a uh, paper on that in a cinema class in college. Uh, got you wrote egg. it on your PC yeah, or on the, yeah, the yeah, computer my lab? Desktop, you, you had yeah. desktop my that. desktop. Just uh, paint a picture for yeah, the listeners. Yeah. No, that movie is absolutely brilliant, and it's another one. If it's a one, I'm going to watch it. Have you seen it, T-Bone? No, I haven't I seen highly recommend it. Number two. Number two, I went with my all-time favorite 80s comedy and I just watched it with my nephews last week, and it's Fletch. And, and, oh, and, Fletch is brilliant. Uh, and, and Are t- they remaking it? I think I yeah, saw it. Yeah, it's that. John Hamm, Confess Fletch. I don't know that it's going to be. So it's not a remake. It's a, the, the it's based on a book, and he wrote a bunch of books. And so it's it's Confess Fletch. It's John Hamm. I have not seen it yet. But Fletch lives isn't the Fletch worst li- movie no, in the history it, of the world. No, it's, it's that character, the yeah. way Chevy Chase portrays it. Yeah. And the thing you have to realize for people, T-Bone's age didn't realize it, because I was telling him my list, and he goes, isn't that guy an a-hole? And yeah. I go, Chevy Chase, like Spies Like Us, Vacation, uh, Fletch, everything he did for a period of time. Three Amigos? Three Amigos. <laughs> everything was funny. As, as, Spies as, Like yeah, Us is a good movie. Spies Like did, Us is great. Did you guys ever see Community? community? Yes, I love Community. The old guy? Well, that's kind of where I heard that he was a yeah. not nice person. Yes. Yeah, so, well, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. I don't think they were all like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't think Belushi and Richard Pryor were like real great <laughs> to deal with around that time either. No. Oh, Mike too. Oh, yeah, sorry. My two is Raging Bull. Great movie. It's probably my favorite movie of all time. Um, I have it two here just because the one, I think, just made such a cultural imprint that I had to put it there. But, I mean, it's shot in black and white, but yes. it's like, it's vibrant. Like, mm-hmm. it's the cinematography is ridiculous. The fight scenes are ridiculous. De Niro putting yeah. on 100 pounds, taking yeah. off 100 yes. pounds. It's sort of the start great. of the whole De Niro-Pesci dynamic that would go on to dominate and, cinema and for Scorsese. 20 years. And speak Scorsese. Yeah. It's the story of Jake LaMotta, uh, coveted, decorated prize fighter who was a despicable human being uh, and sort of his rise and downfall. It, it's just a complete cinematic tour de force. Number one. There's just something about boxing movies. Like oh, the yeah. way they're shot. Yes. And the close-ups and yeah. how visceral it is. I almost went with a Rocky movie. One for me is Do the Right Thing. I mean, th- this movie, I think, changed the way some people view the world. It created a lot of conversations in this country that needed to happen, that should have happened decades before. Um, it's Spike Lee's magnum opus. Uh, I just think the timing of this, like 89 and... You've got Public Enemy crossing over into the mainstream, yeah. and they're all over the soundtrack. And you've got the peak of this is the Jordan uh, Spike. Uh, what were the commercials? Oh, Mars the, Blackman. Mars Blackman, and and got to be the shoes. This just captured, I think, the the zeitgeist, the moment, what America was like in 1989. Definitely urban America. Definitely Brooklyn. Just amazingly thought out, amazingly shot, amazingly acted. I go and do the right thing. So. I went more fun, and that's a good choice. I went Raiders of the Lost Ark. In 1981, when that movie came out, I can remember, and I'm 10 years old, that movie was number one at the box office. It seemed like for a whole the year. The whole summer, at least. Yeah, yeah. and if, have you seen it, T-Bone? 
I have not. Harrison no. Ford is Indiana Jones. They made multiple sequels. Yeah. Uh, actually, Last Crusade with him and Sean Connery is excellent. The second one, good. Fourth one, eh. But Raiders of the Lost Ark is just an incredible movie, incredible soundtrack, and another movie I think it holds up. If, if it's on, I'll watch it. It, it. And to me, it was like... At ten years old, that I almost put a Star Wars movie on, but Star Wars came out in the seventies. I feel like that's a seventies yeah, creation. The, the, the Empire Strikes Back and Jedi were in the eighties, but yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark was massive, and it's it's it's, it's there's a ride or an experience at at uh, at Disney World to this day based on on Raiders of the Lost Ark. So that's my one. Well, when you he can't grade it, no, no, no I'm yeah. not I'm not grading it, but I'm saying. Uh, when you're talking about a decade of movies, mm. of course, there were a lot of great movies yeah. that you left off, and maybe you guys are partial to that decade, and nostalgia is a big factor, but are 80s movies, is that your best decade of movies? I don't, I don't uh, know that I'd say 80s movies are better than 90s movies or better than no. 2000s movies. For, like if I, for My me. all-time favorite movie is Goodfellas. It was made in the 90s. Uh, if I had to put a top 10 list, and it just without my head, Inception would be my top 10 list, and great that's movie. a 2000s movie. So... Uh, I think that's brilliant. Um, so not necessarily, but the 80s, especially the 80s comedy, and that's why I, I got two in. Trading Places was Trading, one I got thought close. long and hard about, Coming to too. America was 89. Yeah. I got, that almost yeah. got on my list. So, wow. yeah, it was. Uh, it, it, it definitely is different is, is one way to put it. And some stuff that you got away with then that you wouldn't oh, be able yeah, to get yeah, away yeah. with now. Hey, yeah. there was some stuff in weird science yeah. that you would not get away with. Now. Hey, coming up next, uh, I don't know if, if Rugnet Odor is going to get away with the way he's played defense the last couple nights. Rough night in Beantown for the Orioles. We'll recap next here on The Fan. Inside Access. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports 24-7-1057, the voice of the fan. Orioles looking to take a, a second game in a row against the Red Sox. And unfortunately, Kyle Bradish didn't have it last night. No. Two and a third, gave up seven earned. You could tell early on he just didn't Struggle have his good bus. stuff. Yeah. I jinxed him. Uh, yeah. Joey Cray, I, I was. I was excited to see him pitch Me last too. night. Now, Michael Walker didn't have it either. Gave up six and three and a third. They just kept pounding him. Yeah. Uh, Joey Crable followed up, and he wasn't good. Well, and, but that's to be expected at this point. Yeah, and, and then Jake Reed came in. I liked him better when he was the third wide receiver on the Vikings uh, yeah. when they had Randy Moss and Chris Carter. Yes. But uh, he, he got hit a little bit. The Orioles ended up tying it at eight. After being down eight three, but they fall they fall to the Red Sox last night thirteen to nine. Anthony Santander three for five with two homers. He the Orioles are now one in nine in games where he's homered twice. Crazy, crazy. This one was really a gut punch on a lot of levels because Waka had been so good and so good against them. And okay, Bradish doesn't have it, but we're going to pound on their guy and get into their pen, which has mm. sucked. And you you fight back into the game. And then Crable comes in, you know what I mean, and and it it just compounds. And, and, and Rugnet Odor doesn't help. And Rugnet Odor just olays a couple of balls. And I mean, even the the one play at second, the bang bang play. If he puts the tag on, the guy comes off the bag. Like he had really probably four total opportunities yeah. to make a play in that inning and didn't make it. Um, on a night when Kike is at second for them, and he he looks like a center fielder playing second base. He's all over the place, throwing guys out from shallow right field. He, he looked like a gold glover just playing all over the place because yeah. he's making plays. He's every, like a rover. Yeah. So it just, you know, and then I'm sitting there like a schmuck staying up late. Oh, me too. And Seattle loses, and you're like, man. like Seattle can't win these days. Like no. I said, if, if the Orioles could have held on here and held on against Houston, those two, they'd be a half game out right now. But alas, here we are. But it's just so it's just the the sort of confluence of events right now uh-huh. for they're banging the hell out of the ball for the second time in That's three days. And, and now they can't and pitch. Now, and now he can't pitch your field. Yeah. It's like, what, what am I doing? Well, and guys, the bullpen really wearing down over the last ten days uh-huh. as well. But reality is when you walk two batters with the bases loaded, hit two batters with the bases <laughs> loaded, Rooknet Odor being a butcher uh, you aren't going to win these games, and you mentioned the Mariners really struggling. The O's had three consecutive winning record months, and now yeah. they're twelve and thirteen in September, and the Mariners are eleven and twelve. And we were talking about this yesterday. Just you think of all the close games, and you can do that all over the season, but these games are more magnified in September. A win here, win there. Whether it's the Astros series or the Tigers, where they lost that series as well, they're three and a half games out still. But a couple games here, a couple games there, you're you're right there with the Mariners with eight to play. Well, 
look, the reality is they do hit the Red Sox pretty well, and a lot mm-hmm. of these guys seem to like Fenway Park. So, um, you know, the next Sounds couple nights we'll see what happens, right? I guess we got Kramer and we got Bauman to finish this out. My question is, okay, so Ramon looks like he's done for the year, right? And Vavra is still day-to-day with the hamstring. Is it? Are we going to see Joey Ortiz? Are we going to see Jordan Westberg? Are we going to see Connor Norby? I mean, Norby just got the Triple A. Yeah, so probably like not him. One of those other two, um, right? Something's got. Yeah, I know. I know they have some guys on the taxi squad, right? But it's mostly pitchers and then the, yeah, the catcher who they claimed on waivers a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, I don't remember seeing a middle infielder on that taxi squad. I, no. Yeah, that yeah. As you said, uh, Ramon's probably done for the year. He came out with the look like a, a knee thing, and Bobber day to day. May, they need yeah. bodies. They need a body to play middle infield, and and I know these games they don't matter like they did say a week and a half ago. But man, oh man, I'd like to see somebody young instead of seeing Odor at second base. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I mean, they might need to make a couple of moves. I mean, if if we got a week left, if you're not sure Vaver can go tonight, you're not sure he can go tomorrow. And he's iffy for the next day. Well, that's half the games we have left. So you might just have to shut him down and yeah. get some people up here. And yeah. the bullpen. After using six guys last night, too. So there could be a flurry of roster moves. But I think Crable still has options. I'm pretty sure Crable. I'm, I'm almost positive Crable has options. Skip, if you're listening. I, I did I'm pretty wanna, sure Elias. Crable's got options. I did want to mention this. Why is Kyle Stowers not getting a shot against lefties? Oh, Jesus no, Aguilar pinch hit for him against Ryan Strom last night. I, why are you not giving him a chance? Just, just let's see if he can't compete against I, lefties. I, I've been saying it for two weeks. If it can't happen, let's let him fail yes. before predicting his failure. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, and Aguilar flew out the left on the first pitch. Uh, that was that was frustrating. Austin Hayes hitting into a double play with the bases loaded, one out in the ninth, and a four run game was frustrating. There was a lot of frustration. This this was sort of deja vu to that Astros game last Saturday night. If they even just field the ball, okay. So like the bullpen's out of get. Like some of these guys have been asked to do more than they can. Some of these guys' warts are getting exposed because the sample size has grown. But if you just catch the ball, you, you, it's. And even saying all that, it still came. It still came down to the. Like they, yeah. They right. You, you you're still in. The, yeah, okay, the so they're down, the but you still have another situation with tying runs at the plate and the, the potential winning runs in the on deck circle. Yeah. Um. And it's Rich Hill tonight, correct? Yes. With Kramer. So I mean, here's an opportunity. Like, yeah, he's a lefty and he's crafty, but he's he's not gonna he's not gonna jam Stowers up with high heat under his chin, like. Nobody hit this guy the last time they faced him. Red Sox lineup's already out. Almonte's back in center field. Woo-wee! It's up the middle night. Yeah. I hope it's up the middle night. Rich Hill, a lefty, so you know. Uh, well, I'm saying, but if you know, I would let, I would, this the, to me is an opportunity for Stout. Yeah, you would think. If they pitch hit for him last night, I don't think he's going to be in the lineup this time. I, I really don't. Well, I mean, what, You got what, no, uh, it, might be, it might be McKenna tonight is what you're going to say. I think it's a Ryan McKenna night. Yeah, if you're not going to let him pinch hit and you're bringing Hazers Aguilar yeah. up there, and, and I get it. I, I, I didn't mind the pickup at the time. You're hoping you guy can swing himself into a couple home runs, help you in a pennant race, sort of like uh, uh, Jim Tomei back in the day when they picked him up down the stretch yeah. in the deal. But, yeah, I, I I let the kid swing in that kind of game, especially when he seems to be, be wearing nicely, that wall out. Yes, well, well acquainted with the Green Monster. Well, maybe Heider, maybe he'll maybe he'll 
do the right thing <laughs> and mix it up. There. Mix it up and uh, uh, let the kid play. Hey, uh, Orioles, excuse me, Orioles against the Red Sox. Baltimore baseball tonight. Tonight it looks like he's out of bad news bears. Let yeah, got them play. <laughs> let them play. That's the sequel right there. But that the was after. 80s. That's not yeah, 70s, oh, yeah, right? No, By then we're into the 80s, I yeah. think. Yeah. Breaking yeah. training, I yeah, think, is it's 80s. A, yeah, because he goes, uh, the, the first goes, one was 77 or 78. Kid goes, look, it's Bob Watson and Cesar Cedeno because the Astros are coming in the dugout. Baltimore baseball tonight. Bob Haney, Bill Ripken at six here on the fan. Coming up next, Jason is going to head to one winning drive and uh, hear from the Ravens as they talk the first day of practice as they get ready for the Bills. T-Bone and I will take a look at Northern Exposure and we'll zero in on the Pittsburgh Steelers as they get ready for week four. That is next here on the fan. Inside Access. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.